I think this is kind of a trend that we see and uh, we as change pioneers, um, so the company uh, um, I'm working with, um, we are ourselves, um, or we decided to, to be organized, um, not as a classical consultancy or as a marketplace or anything, but really we, we, we are trying the, the idea of an ecosystem because we just see that there are um, is, is so much change in terms of um, the market, the business models are changing, but also people are looking for maybe something else than just the company purpose. Um, and um, you want to be treated on eye level, not only your employees, but your customers and your partners. And, you know, how do you do this? Um, and last but not least, um, I think it's about environmental, but also um, diversity and inclusive topics, which you can maybe, and that's our hope, tackle better with, with the ecosystem. Hi all, welcome to another episode of Hacking HR podcast. As you know that we at Hacking HR are constantly in lookout for topics or unique themes that are less discussed and challenging in HR, uh, which people often refuse to address in common places. So today we bring to you one such topic, which is how HR can help succeed in building the organization of the future. Today, we are talking to Ben Zimmerman, a global thought leader with more than two decades of experience in organization development and change management. Ben, how's it for you? First day of the week? <laughs> how's Monday treating you? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it was a successful Monday for me. I'm, I'm living in Munich, so it's already evening. Um, here um, and yeah, I, I just had two great weeks um, with lots of leadership development, uh, even despite Corona, some face-to-face -face trainings, uh, uh, leadership team buildings. Um, and we had our great first Leading Awesome for Women cohort with more than uh, 70 women. Um, so a very successful start in the year. And it just, it, it's just crazy. It's, it's just January, but it feels already uh, since six months uh, we are doing stuff. <laughs> Awesome. So I, I can actually sense that whatever theme that we have today in terms of how HR can help succeed in building the organization of the future, you're already onto it in your organization for building it for successful future. For some of Super. our customers and for ourselves, yes, we are trying to. Awesome. Awesome. And it's, it's, it's best when the entire ecosystem is involved into it. That's true. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because um, I think this is kind of a trend that we see and uh, we as change pioneers, um, so the company uh, um, I'm working with, um, we are ourselves, um, or we decided to, to be organized, um, not as a classical consultancy or as a marketplace or anything, but really we, we, we are trying the, the idea of an ecosystem because we just see that there are um, is, is so much change in terms of um, the market, the business models are changing, but also people are looking for maybe something else than just the company purpose. Um, and um, you want to be treated on eye level, not only your employees, but your customers and your partners. And, you know, how do you do this? Um, and last but not least, um, I think it's about environmental, but also um, diversity and inclusive topics, which you can maybe, and that's our hope, tackle better with, with the ecosystem. Awesome. And this brings me to my first question, Ben. Uh, as you rightly said, uh, it's time to move beyond purpose and look at sustainability methods and see how we can drive the entire ecosystem together, together rather, rather than in silos. So my first question to you is, how do you see the employee needs or the wants changing? And how do you see the HR fraternity now looking at 
it in a different lens and to bring in more sustainable ways of moving forward and building the future organization. Yeah. Yeah, oh, sounds like three questions in one, but um, I'll give it a try. Um, so from a from a individual need, and, and I know I'm biased by Western or maybe even Euro European uh, point of view, so everybody around the world, please um, excuse if, if I have mainly this lens. Um, so I think, and we see it um, uh, in, in the different things that are happening in society also with Corona and all the people who are against the vaccinations and so on. Um, I think it starts with, with people looking for personally for sustainable ways or goals in their life. Um, and this is, as I said, just beyond, um, I think a purpose, a company purpose or organization and purpose that is written somewhere. Um, so uh, we think sustainable thinking and acting are a contribution to our survival in, in this wonderful planet. And we are all a crucial part of this ecosystem. Um, by the way, the, the world, the, the universe is kind of an ecosystem. Um, and this um, understanding on a, on a rational, but also emotional level opens up a, a totally new adventurous route to our future. Um, and um, we, we kind of need to shift certain things, like, for example, moving away from this throwaway economy, um, maybe to, to circular economies um, and some, some nice uh, models like the donut economy. They are helping there um, or offering frameworks around that there. And so basically, I mean, we are in a, we are in a, in a balance or we need to keep a balance. I mean, we need to earn money to pay our rents. We need to, you know, all this. Uh, but still, it's, it's a, it comes from, from, a, from a history and maybe it's time to look at the history of work and how it was invented or developed, uh, so to speak. And Stutzman Turkel, um, an American writer and, and, and broadcaster, put it so wonderful. And um, he had a nice quote that he, he said, work is about a search for daily meaning as well as daily bread for recognition as well as cash astonishment rather than dullness so in short a sort of life rather than a monday through fri friday sort of dying so um, yes it's a balance or it's a, um, a ambidexterity as i would call it um, but i think below that we see something totally new emerging and i think this is this um, how can or people want something and, and in their awake time they want to to take a new route towards the future they they want to apply new principles of leading and acting um, yeah, and so on. So, um, and I think this is um, um, what maybe HR or the companies have to keep in mind um, and maybe offer some, some tools for this, some framework, some guidance, some culture, um, company culture um, where, where people can have this new experience. Um, and I think this brings up a, a totally new set of tools and, 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 and mechanisms maybe that, for example, if, if we still call HR um, as this traditional function, um, they, they should deploy. Amazing. So, uh, so if I were to then look at the ecosystems, how do you see the different ecosystems being impacted in this whole um, conversation that we just had around employee wants and how HR should help uh, them succeed in those wants? Yeah, um, I think, I mean, first of all, I think we have a rise of ecosystems, even within companies, they are starting to think about certain functions such as HR. So some of our customers are, um, are thinking of or starting to think of, hey, if our business could get what their, their needs fulfilled from everywhere on the market, if they don't have to go to corporate HR, um, 
um, how can we be an attractive um, ecosystem or are we in, a, in an ecosystem? How can we be an attractive partner? And I think this, this thought, um, and that's the, uh, the main ecosystem thought, I would say, this kind of turns thinking totally around. It's not no longer like I have an offer and you have to um, get it from me as good or as, as bad as it uh, is, but how can I be a, a partner maybe um, as HR for the for the different business units or whatever that are in my company, um, and I think we, we we also see it on a market side um, because I mean many industries um, um, there's a fatal dynam dynamic of more and more of the same uh, pure fixa fixation on sales growth uh, increased efficiency. Um, I mean, we we see that, and it's, it's even as a coin, it's the over economy, like over fashion, over food, over wholesale, over tourism, over marketing, or even about about over medicine uh, through the Corona um, uh, virus um, or, or crisis. A lot of uh, you know different health issues or offers are coming up, and you don't even know um, what you should take or do anymore, and so on. So it's a lot of this over, and and also the digitalization. I think didn't really help there because. Um, we see it either as a half half-hearted um, rationalization tool within or for companies with not no longer really talking to customers but letting uh, everything decide by algorithms same might happen in in people analytics uh, by the way uh, you're not talking to your employees anymore but you just let algorithms decide um, what they need or don't need um, and um, on the other hand uh, digital platforms we see from a business model perspective they are in a trend towards monopolistic structures which you know the winner claims it all and so on tendency um and so i mean we see it um silicon valley even the promised land of business has long or since quite some time lost its its attractiveness i think for many um, um companies and and also employees and so um i know it's i painted it all black and white, um, but just to give some meta trends, um, this is where, where I see that you need a new, fully new area, um, which is called um, uh, maybe the purpose economy or neo-ecology and, 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 and ecosystems could be the org design that, that play a role in there. And it's more than just a marketplace um, or it's more than just another platform like Airbnb and so on. Um, and, and, and this is, I think, where, where companies and HR ha have to get their head around, um, not yet, you know, full solution. How does, what does it really mean to us? And so, um, but we are doing the first trainings and explorational sessions with, with leaders and also with HR. What would that mean if we are even within the company and ecosystem as a central function? What, what would that mean? And how do we lead in there? And how do we follow in there? And how do we innovate in there? And so, and, and I think this is kind of the start with matching and, and that could be maybe your next question matching to the individual uh, needs um, right um, or to bring it together what we discussed at the beginning right um, if I'm looking for my personal sustainability which again goes just beyond the purpose statement of a company or like a small personal but which really emotionally goes deep and um, where do I see me in, in 20 years down the road? Um, I think there are totally new patterns and, and, and new things that can develop. And maybe the ecosystem idea is, is the answer to that. Super. So uh, we, we spoke about the employees. We spoke about the ecosystem. I think the third part of the pillar for uh, a successful um, organization of the future is the leadership and and there's a lot of pressure and changes that is happening on the leadership level as well uh, 
both at individual level and both at collective level. Um, so given that as the background, uh, I would love to know how the social trends are changing the entire ecosystem for the leaders. So that's one. Mm. And B, uh, how is it that the leaders can now become vulnerable and open about who they are so that uh, the entire uh, emotional aspect and the psychological aspect in the organization through the change management is taken care of, not just at the bottom level, but top to down yeah. and bottom to up. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, a great question. So um, in general, uh, we would say, um, and um, uh, this is one of also of our formats, um, that even on leadership level, or maybe especially on leadership level, level more social learning offers are needed. Uh, and for example, with our Leading Awesome, we are, we are offering one program, either as an open program or as an in-house or cross-company program. Um, and um, I think um, that's the idea that you cannot just develop by yourself. And we, we all know this and, and, and the Johari window, the, the, prom, the, the famous feedback tool or framework shows that shows us there are some blind spots where some feedback helps. There's some mass area where some self-revelation helps, but there's also this area where um, kind of um, the, um, the self-discovery or even stronger the shared discovery can help to bring me to my full potential or be the one uh, that I could be. Um, and that is also, I think, true for leaders. Um, and um, I think it nicely comes together to have, you know, learning in a connected area with, you know, leaders who experience similar problems. So the, the diversity of thoughts, the freshness of thinking, the application of things, and still it um, it would fit uh, or it does fit nicely into what what then HR wants from trainings like you know true value, true development, um, uh, true impact, true ROI, and so on. Um, and so I I think social learning also for leaders should get more like a like a part uh, in 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 all the learning journeys or whatever the companies are offering. I'm not saying it, it has to be everything, but but it should be have a decent part. Um, and not so many offers are out there yet, um, but but it is it is possible. And to the vulnerability part, um, I think one is really um, uh, the learning space that you can create. Um, so give a good structure, give this safe um, a learning uh, um, a room for for these people. And I'm not just talking about these classical trainings where you sit then at the hotel bar at, at night and before Corona and drink your beer and whiskey together and have these big buddy chats, you know, um, but I, I mean, real uh, safe learning and the vulnerability of the individual, I think is also a topic, um, but which comes up more and more. Um, and we, for example, in, in Germany, um, I just did a post today on this. We, we had a famous example of some uh, sports manager of, of a, a first national football or soccer team, and he quit um, in, in an open press conference and, and he showed vulnerability there because he said, I'm I'm burned out, burned out. I, I cannot do this too much stress and so on. I mean, not that we have to do this, um, but I think, um, again, at least in East, uh, Western societies um, and hopefully soon in Eastern societies, this topic of uh, how do I look after myself? How do I balance my energies 
and and it's okay or I, I i have to recharge from time to time on the different levels of of for example energy management so spiritual energy uh, emotional energy um, um mindful um, or mind uh, energy for the mind um, but also physical energy um, and if this i think comes more common then i think people are also opening up more and um, the vulnerability um, has a second aspect. I think um, more and more leaders are open to look at the at the dark side of their leadership, so at the shadow personality um, or the unconscious personality that is within him or her. Um, and I think this also makes things easier. That it is clear we are not this always glorious manager, and 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 you know we don't never do any mistakes. Um, we we are not tempted by anything, uh, you know. We nobody is always glorious and great, and so. But if if you look at this and and deal with that, um, I think this is the first step towards true authentic leadership, and I think this is what the world needs more. Super. So as we're getting closer to the end, uh, my last question to you, and and I think this will help us summarize the the very very exciting uh, insights that you've just shared in this whole journey. So uh, as part of the organization of the future, when we say that purpose was the thing of the past, which we've seen Unilever's working very, very diligently on designing the individual purpose, aligning it back to the organization purpose and moving the business forward. Uh, if you were to give a quick word of advice to the HR fraternity, what are some of the sustainability measures or the framework that they could look at uh, to move beyond these purpose-driven organizations and make them more um, eco-friendly, uh, uh, sustainable organizations in future. Yeah. So, um, yeah, to wrap it up, um, and I know it's, you know, these optimizing these these 20% or maybe optimizing for the future. And I know in, in many companies also, many mid-sized company, they even need to do some basic homework uh, still, you know, from, from the beginning, so to speak. But still, um, the question is, in, in what light uh, maybe do you just even start your, you know, HR instruments and so on? Um, and I think um, just what is always true, um, you can um, start working on the system, as I call it. So we can think about structures and 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 uh, processes and frameworks and so on, and you can start working in the system. So that's probably trainings, coaching, um, but also these you know cultural uh, things. Um, and um, beyond all that, I think also for HR, um, get used or, or, or get to know some of these new stuff um, and then take it to a practical level, which is not so easy. Um, but, uh, you know, come and talk to us maybe. Um, but I mean, um, I, I see still so many HR folks, even in, in large corporations, who have no idea about ecosystems and how they are functioning, how the org design looks, what is different, what are different cultures and so on. So uh, overall, I would say just, you know, start somewhere um, and uh, maybe just start with a with a little, um, little prototype, a little uh, safe to fail experiment, um, and have it on your next offsite. You know, have some key, keynote speaker or some some expert from outside coming 
um, because there are other companies, um, even even still in the Silicon Valley, that, who are experimenting with that and who have the the the, the disruptive power, so to say, who are in, innovative, but who came maybe from corporations where they say, say, okay, we need to do this differently. You know, we have to, for example, give everybody the same salary or something, and and this will come more and more. And so look out and and get to know a little bit about this stuff, and then work on the system do analysis on the system, do analysis for working in the system, and then bring it all together. Super. So thank you so much, Ben, for sharing all those insights and spending time with us on this podcast. Thank you, everybody. Thank Stay you. tuned for the next episode of Hacking HR Podcast, and I will see you all soon. Thank you, everybody, for watching or listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please follow us on our social media and subscribe to our newsletter so that you can stay informed of all the things that we're putting together for you from the Hacking HR community. Thank you so much. Please continue to stay safe, stay well, stay strong, and we will see you soon.